Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson and straight into the microphone this week. Here I am, straight to the microphone. It's hub day with Swatty and friends, Samantha Richards, Dane Swat. Hello. Hello. I'd say I'm proud of you, but I, I was woeful too. Dane was the only professional on the podcast last week. I'm the only professional here, that's why. Well, no. It's a good feeling when you listen back and you think, oh shit, that microphone's nowhere near people speaking. No wonder we cop a blast. <laughs> why don't you a lot stick of... it near your mouth? There's that. Yeah. Also, Dane rides it. Like, he's right up on it, whereas you kind of sit back a little. But then, but then, just as we're getting all this praise for Dado, up comes a one-star review saying about someone who clears his nose and throat through the oh, intro. That'd you can't you. please everyone. <laughs> no, you can't. I'm sure you've learned that along the way, Dane. Well, yeah, well, yes, that's, that's right. Thanks again anyway. For what? Sacrificing yourself for the show. Another, another bit of publicity during the week about <sighs> nearly dying. For the show. Well, no one, none of you two ever do it, so. <laughs> this is true. What did you step up, step up and do for us, Dane? He's vomiting to nearly die story. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got clickbait everywhere. I don't think that was funny. That was a very serious traumatic incident for my partner and everyone just, you're laughing at it. Do you get royalties? Because I tell you what, you could probably make a living off of the amount of stories that journos write. Basically. No, 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 you don't know. Well, um, what do they say? Any publicity is good publicity? Apparently so, until you get cancelled. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think old Vlad's about to get cancelled with a bit of luck. Would oh, be good, nice. Good luck. Well, I don't think luck's on our side. I'm not sure he's ever getting cancelled. Not really. How are you going back in the grind? Back in the workforce now. Um, been back a week. Yeah, been back what two? Nearly two weeks now. Yeah, it's going up over the. I'm just about over the post holiday depression. You know, everyone gets that um, yeah. when they get back. The blues. Yeah, so that set the alarm again. Um, yeah, no, that's the baby. I'm kind of up. I'm kind of up now, so it's not too bad. But I'm just trying to ease back into a regular civilian life, Ralph. Um, but well, yeah, it's, it's going all right. I saw you get up early just to retweet Sir Swab Thing, saying happy birthday to you. I was, I was actually going for a run um, oh. around the tan Saturday wow. morning. So life has my cousin, changed. My, my cousin can only do it at seven thirty, so I had to be up at uh, what. It, Ten past seven. Were you yeah. still up or you made... No, no, I, I certainly wouldn't be going running around the tan if I was still up. 
Um, those days are behind me, Sam. Are they? Yep. It's a responsible father now. For now. Exactly. You're a father, you know. Um, <laughs> well, you, Sam messaged me, happy birthday, 2am the next day, and you yep. didn't you message me at all. So, well, I just thanks I, for caring. I, I retweeted to Swamp Thing saying, happy birthday. Yeah, I did it the next day, so it was actually wasn't my birthday. So I've seen it the next day. No ideal is it? Well, I no one else was giving me any love. So the fuck it, I might as well give it to myself. So for those who missed it, most of our disposals... After 258 games, Dado, 6928. Uh, Robert Harvey, 6916. And Scott Penabry, 6827. I got him. Wow. Well, who, who had the most amount of defensive pressures amongst those three? They wouldn't, well, there wouldn't be many. <laughs> Certainly wouldn't be the number of possessions. <laughs> That's a pretty good company you keep there, Dane. Well, I'm keeping it <laughs> because I'm on top. <laughs> so really, Robert Harvey and Scott Penabry... Should be, you know. Well, if talking about that individual stat, yes. Mm. Mm, but, you know, he tweeted it and I thought I'd give him a show so Swamp Thing a bit of love. Yep. So I retweeted it for because him. Because you're giving the type of guy. Well, I don't see what's wrong with that. It was, it was my birthday. No one else sent me a happy birthday. So I was like, well. So what did Dane Swan do for his birthday? Uh, it was a jam-packed day. Um, can imagine. We went. Still recovering? No, no, it was a lovely day. Me and Taylor went to the movies and um, during the day went to gold <laughs> class and had a little bit of a nap. It was nice to turn the <laughs> nice to turn the brain off during the day. <laughs> you fell asleep. Yeah, for about fifteen minutes. <laughs> you are you are officially a dad now. That's old. I know it was nice just to turn the be able to turn the brain off during the day and then I have to worry about a kid who's nearly walking, so running around and you know doing all the shit that kids do. Um, so it was nice. We hadn't seen. Murder on the Death on the Nile or Murder on the Nile or something was Yeah. Yeah, it was a listen, it's not the greatest movie ever, but it was an easy, pretty easy watch. But a great um, a great kit. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Um <coughs> that's it. Well, that was at like twelve thirty and home by what fucking four or something, three thirty four and that was my day and then we sort of my uncle's uh sixtieth Saturday night. So yeah, it was a it was a nice weekend. You only celebrate the zip ones with zeros after about thirty five. Yeah, my was thirty eight, so yeah. um, and, and Tate was at what one a week week or two before, so you were busy. It's a pretty day, irrelevant um, birthday, thirty eight. Um, some yeah, thirty nine is also will be irrelevant. Then I might do some big <laughs> for me fortieth. Might come out of retirement for the fortieth. Might do something big for it, yeah. Give it a nudge. So we're taping on the uh, on the Wednesday. Yeah. Um, have you recovered from your stupidity of suggesting we should <laughs> tape this on Mondays? The selfishness of you. I know. It's not me. That didn't make the news. Um. <laughs> uh, when I, when I, as I typed it, I thought, fuck. That's why I typed and like, tagged your name, Dane, because I knew you mm. were going to say no, but I thought there's, there's an off chance. I know you couldn't get up for Jason PJ regularly, no, but no. if you could possibly get up for our show, I'm it's here. fine. I'm working it out. Well, it's, it's not a Monday. Yeah. No. Um, um, but, yeah, Mexican, eh? Yeah, I, I'm also... I'll call a bit of bullshit on baby brain too. I think that was just a, I think that was just a slip. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, do you know how much shit I have copped for that? Well, well fair, fair, exactly, fair <laughs> enough too. It was, it was a slip of the brain because I'm exhausted. Which I'll say I, I think that's just an excuse. I do too. Well, yeah. no, I genuinely was very confused. I was thinking. I, I know you were genuinely very confused. <laughs> and as it came out my mouth, I was like, "This doesn't feel right." Don't so play the gender right. card on us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
Say something stupid. You're going to get bagged on here, yeah, whether man, woman, or beast. I got bagged through tra- random tradies were texting my partner <laughs> on job sites, and he was screenshotting them and forwarding them to me. Do you not think you deserved it? Well, yeah, look, I, I needed to be pulled up, but it was a genuine mistake. It's not like a. Oh, I know it was a mistake because yeah. there's no such thing as a fucking. Me- well, there probably is some like native Mexican language, but um, it wasn't Incan what you were talking about. Mayan or something. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it was a, a brain fade, and I have been warned: if you come after the king, you better not miss. Dane. Well, exactly. And apparently, well, you tried. I'm you tried to put him in a place, and it didn't work. No, 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 it didn't. No. So, where does Aaron Rodgers fit in American uh, sport? He'd be, he'd be at the moment as far as active athletes, top five, wouldn't he? Well, as in... Ability-wise? Top five. Top of his game at the moment? Yeah. yeah. He's always, he's he's, he won the MVP. He won yes. the MVP. Can't win, a, can't win a championship, but can't win a Super Bowl, but he can win the MVP. Have you heard how he's recovered post-season? What, what do you mean? He's done an extreme cleanse. Oh, is that what he did the gratitude thing? Well, it's called... It's called the Panchakarma cleanse. Yeah? Have you heard of this? No. So this is Sounds he, like Saint two weeks. He, he went offline for two weeks. Uh, you used to go offline for a couple of weeks after. The yeah, yeah absolutely. Yep. Same. Yep. Yep. Don't know how similar this is. So I'll read it to you. Uh, a pankarma, panchakarma cleanse is a five-step detox process that cleanses the body of all unwanted waste. Many have reported the cleanse heals the digestive system, enhances immunity, produces deep relaxation, and a meditative <laughs> outlook on life, among other things. The five steps are: varmin. Administration of emetic drugs that induced a severe spell of vomiting to clean the upper gut. That's oh. part one. Mm. Part that two. would be good for me <laughs> if you go went back on my last exactly. episode with the way I, with the way I vomit. So, um, so you're out with that. Yeah, that couldn't happen. Yep. I'd have to be on the floor with pillows and that around me. Right, right. We'll prepare for it. Virachan, mm-hmm. forced diarrhea that purges and cleanses the bowel. Oh, Dane had that in Mexico, didn't you? Yeah, Was I've, it I've, Mexico. Yeah, that's. Everyone gets that at some stage. Yeah. Basti, medicated enema used to clean the accumulated toxins through the colon. I'm Just a hose up the jacksy? Done that yet? Uh, <laughs> not a hose, no, no. Not a hose? No. <laughs> oh, God, you got him early. Some would call it a hose. Mm. <laughs> a hose but Depends on... Basia. You know. um, Basal administration of medicated oil to clean the accumulated toxins. Again, probably, you know, something similar. And, yeah. Uh, I can't even pronounce this one, but procedure done to cleanse the blood. Uh, so, so and, and then it includes three days of consuming only ghee, which is a form of clarified butter. Yeah. No, butter only for three yeah, days. Yeah, not sure about that. One day therapeutic vomiting. One oh. day laxative therapy. Three days of herb drops in the nose. Many days of enemas, yoga and meditation throughout. You know, it doesn't sound like a doesn't sound like kind of um doesn't sound like, off, doesn't sound like the off the grid kind of <laughs> thing that I do at the end of the season. Well, end of the season. It's been a long time since I've had an end of the season, but um Well, I guess it the rich like just find work. the rich just find all this obviously is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Like they just find the weirdest shit they get into, don't they? Like they just can't go they just can't go up they just can't go to Bali and live in a, you know, just do like a little detox area to Juice you know, cleanse or Yeah, something. something like that. They can't just go up the the local, you know, chiropractor and get some work done or something like that. But um, the rich just find weird ways to fucking cleanse themselves and to, and to do weird stuff to their bodies. But um, Do you think Netflix is making a doco about that? They seem to make a doco about most You'd hope so. Yeah. Would you watch it? Uh, I'd, I'd watch him get the enemy, yeah. Yeah, I thought you might. Yeah. 
Definitely. <laughs> did you used to, not not that, but did you ever say that's it and do like a, a golden door or one of those retreats or anything to try and say, well, I probably need to start focusing on I've done a, re- a retreat like that, no. Um, thought about it, but um, <laughs> just not enough weeks in there. When I was playing, there wasn't enough weeks in there. In the year, you need to st- by the time I finished your footy trip and your, your <laughs> end of season carry on, like I, I couldn't sit there and just do nothing and get like be cleansed for two weeks. I actually, start, actually have to start running and, and training and mm. and you know getting. You couldn't the sacrifice perhaps any of the end of season trip or. No, what's your off off season for a reason? Yeah, right. Um, no, no, no. I couldn't. No it's reallocation short, of time. Well, yeah. I've always said that is what I, some people need to go play golf. Some people need to go on a health retreat. Some people, I need. We needed to go away and have a blowout after a long and tough year um, to get away, get out of. This country and just go a bit of fun when no one knew who you were. So um, I needed that to um, help me into the next season. So that was that's that was the equivalent of me having a whatever you called that thing a, a pancho whatever 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 you called that thing. So um, that was my they were my retreats because they meant that's what I needed mentally more than sitting in a you know sitting in a, a fucking Do you therapy. Think your perspective might change once you hit forty. Do you think about what? Do you think things will change for you? Like you might perhaps look into health retreats and Absolute, go down that. Absolutely not. No, no just checking. You're you're old uh, captain, and then later coach Nathan Buckley's hit the media. Oh yes, already in a big way because if he talks, it's just Trillo. Well, that's that's. I'll, I'll get to that. But firstly, he, he's decided to go via breakfast radio and getting up early in the morning. Is that? Oh wow, <coughs> no, he's um. For Nathan, probably from well, I said Tuesdays would have been fine for me. Yeah, it's just the Monday. Mondays weren't great. Um, probably, no matter what else, I was probably always going to get the ass for Petrarca anyway. I think he's probably a little bit more <laughs> current and relevant anyway. So, um, and he's obviously he's going pretty well. So, and he's at the best club in the country at the moment. So they've probably they've got to win there. But um, yeah, but Mondays aren't good for me. Oh, I'm, I'm all right. To, I'm here now. I was here at. Yeah, you were. You know, I was up at seven, walking the dog and stuff to make sure. See before you today. You got to walk exactly. So, um, yeah, no, no problem. I have no problems with breakfast radio. I just have a problem with it on Mondays. Right. Yeah. Which was when did Sam suggest we start doing this? Yeah, Mondays is yeah. not going to happen. Yep. So he, he um, why is he always asked about his relationship with Adam Trelaw? What, what would be unusual in any workplace in Australia if a boss gives you the ass? That you don't speak to that boss again, and who cares? Well, actually, funny fact about them too—they actually first started their relationship through Grinder, right? Yeah, not many people know that. No, they don't. It's a fun. Please little elaborate. What do you a, mean? It's a fun little fact. Mm. Well, that's how you met Dusty, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so did they really? <laughs> yeah. No, it's like in, as in a Mexican. joke. Or what in Mexico? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on the Mexican. You guys having me on? You guys are fucked. You're fucked if you believe that. <laughs> Boys get up to some random shit. I thought maybe you were having a laugh or a joke, and they kind Why of. Why would we it. laugh about that? Well, it's a very serious app. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe they did. We don't know. Well, when he was sixteen, and Adam Bucks was what well, grooming him was he? When he was when he was coaching me <laughs> in the sixteens. Oh, Careful where this could go. Well, you're the one who's you're the one who believes that they met on Grinder. That's did. two from two, Sam. <laughs> I can't do this in mornings anymore. I can't think straight. Well. Okay, so they didn't meet on Grinder. Well, we'll have a, just have a serious think about it. Yeah, okay. Well, well just, do you actually think 
they would have, <laughs> for starters, Nathan was married and have two kids. So, well, and Adam also has a partner and has a baby. I'm pretty sure. So, um, no, they didn't meet on Grinder. Well, you can believe what you want. Well, I will. Okay. You wouldn't think anything you said on this podcast would ever get taken out of context in the video, would you? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not at all. That, that could never happen. No. Which is one of the good things. But what, why why is there a fascination? Why why do people actually have to because you once played footy under a coach yeah. who who moved you on? Why why is this need that you have to reconnect? I th- well, I don't I think just the way it happened, I think. And, you know, he said, he said, I guess, kind of thing. Um, you know, I think Bucks rang him up, didn't he? I, I could be making this up, but Bucks rang him up and said the players don't want him there, something like that. Um, Did you actually which, say that, though? Which I th- Harsh. Which we hear from the players, that wasn't true. So, and of what, I guess, their relationship was, and it, it wasn't a sexual relationship, Samantha. Um, <laughs> even though that's what you may believe. Thank you for um, Hang on, I'm just trying to get the headline. Dane Swan denies. Yeah. <laughs> well... I'm pretty sure it wasn't. You never know mm-hmm. what happens behind closed doors and it's okay. their own business, but I'm pretty sure it's not. Um, <laughs> that their relationship was close and he got him and, you know, ads come to Collingwood a lot because of Bucks. He chose, he chose Rich, Collingwood over Richmond, which probably, which was clearly the wrong decision in the <laughs> end. <laughs> he'd, have three pre- he'd have three flags now um, and going okay. So he fucked that decision up, but... <laughs> Um, you come to Collingwood because of Bucks, you know, mainly, and then they pretty much assholed him when he and like it wasn't like he was going no good. Like, I'm not sure if he's I'm not sure he's ever been all Australian, but he's always, you know, been the top handful of mids at the club um, he was at. So um, yeah, I think that's that's just probably why. And they haven't talked. And it was a it was a, from the outside, it was a complete farce. What happened in that yep. that trade period for Collingwood? And yeah, and I th- um, yeah, and, and the reason, and because I think um, they, th- I think the other reason was they thought he wouldn't be able to cope mentally with his missus being up on the Gold Coast with the baby or something like that. So that another reason why they got rid of him. So I don't, I think it wasn't so much the football aspect; it was more the he, the others, the off-field stuff, and the players didn't want to play with him apparently, which I don't think was true, but. I, mean. I think I think that was the the reason why it sort of became a story, and um, yeah, as is in a much better place now. Well, currently, well, the players are going to win the flag, obviously, after what happened on the weekend on Friday. But um, <laughs> that's going to hurt Adam Triller when that happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, listen, I ads um, hope as ads has a very good year. He's a very good player. Do you get amused as someone who's been inside and obviously at the highest level and and playing yourself at the highest level that people think just because you're inside a footy club everyone has to be best mates and and you you keep up with people for the rest of your life? Just doesn't happen. No, no. Well, I don't know who would believe that, but absolutely no. Of course, there's not. There's you know, footy clubs are generally you get most of the people are okay. They're all you know we all come from all walks of life, obviously. But um, like anywhere, there's what forty five. Say people blokes on a list, so um, you know at training you get around and you <coughs> you know tap each other in the ass. I don't know if that's allowed these days, but you know if only if you're the birthing father. <coughs> yeah, exactly. It's interesting, um, isn't it? They did that. At, um, Tanasi and Nick did it flat out during their games. But if that was a uh, a huddle at the end of the game in an AFL game, they would have been scrutinising the media. Probably if they were Collingwood players or mm. Essendon or yeah. clickbait. 
Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So on the field, and that you, you know, you're the same with each other. But obviously, off the field, everyone has different personalities. And yeah, like you, what, like what did I play? 15, 16 years, and like. There's probably some people who walk. If there's pretty some players that might have been there a year or two, if they walked past me, I, w- I literally would have no idea who they were. But like I would say, I could comfortably have a beer with everyone who I remember. Like, and you know, not yeah. a rookie who played my f- in 2006 played there one year. You know, I probably wouldn't remember them. Did the rookie who queried Nathan Buckley on why you and Scott Bedderbury could finish process and trading early? Would, would uh, you be catching up he, with him? Oh, I know him. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But um, so yeah, I've, I've probably got ten, well, ten friends that yeah. like I speak to regularly. Obviously, I've got like the Premiership side, which you know we catch up. Well, the last couple of years we haven't, but you know we catch up every year, and it's like nothing's changed. I'm I could go out and have dinner with them, I would be with them, and no dramas. I'll get the odd phone call from you know, all kinds of ex players randomly um, to catch up. So yeah, but like you, like work, you don't. Go to work and be best friends with everyone, but you're amicable and you're you're friendly enough to all because you're all striving for a common goal, which is which is to win a premiership. But um, you're certainly not best friends with with everyone, that's for sure. And I guess that's my point that after uh, a working relationship ends, because footy is work now at the top level, of course it is. So if someone uh, says, "Well, you're no longer here," and then that person reached out like Nathan did, and Adam didn't want to take the call, mm. why? <laughs> why still t- and a year later, oh, he still hasn't spoken. Well, it's just natural, isn't it? Right, and guess what? The first time Adam does a press conference, what do you reckon they're going to ask? Yeah. <laughs> why haven't you spoken to Nathan? Because <laughs> I'm playing footy for the Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <clears throat> just and then whatever he says. Yeah. Monday morning with Jared Whaler son, they'll go well. Adam told you to get fucked, so basically. <laughs> so why do you say that? And then it just just goes back and forth. So yep. um, yeah, no, you know, you know, time heals all wounds anyway. Like exactly. Adam becomes a little shame wizard premiership. would be like, thanks, Bucks, it was the best thing you ever did. <laughs> Pies are going shit out, and I've just won a flag. So um, things happen for a reason. So um, I'm pretty sure Adam <coughs> would be pretty happy at his new home. He's, I think he's got more of a chance to win a premiership um, in the next couple of years. Despite the first half. Well, things can change quickly, but yeah, um, you know. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. By the way, are we doing math science again this year? <coughs> Absolutely, when you want to start it. Uh, well, next week I've got some thoughts about the, the, the we should do a little one on the season <coughs> yeah. overall. Yeah, pick the top eight. I, I think there's a fun. very, very good bet. So we'll save that. Yeah, yeah. Had a few queries on this and obviously get both your uh, opinions here. Gold Coast Suns, AFLW forward, Sarah Perkins has called out trolls who body shamed her on social media. Perkins kicked the goal and two behinds, <coughs> took five marks, laid three tackles in a, in a, um, but tweeted an apology to Suns fans on Monday. She took a strong 
pack mark in front of a goal with a minute left in the game, a team <coughs> down four, usually accurate goal kicker, sprayed a shot to the right, consigning the Suns to the fourth loss from eight games. Yes, I heard a lot, but the sun came up this morning. I'm ready for a big week on the track in front of goals. Sorry the Gold Coast Suns fans, but stick with us. But then she got uh, body shamed. Why? Dane you, know, Dane, you know what it's like to Tell be body shamed. I do, I do. Well, that's just, it's the unfortunate part of social media. Like, there's still, like, you know, fuckwits are still racially, uh, you know, abused players on the field. So, like, fat shaming, you think, or body shaming is, is a fair few rungs under that. So, of course, that's going to happen. It's just going to happen. And we'll never see a day where it doesn't. I wouldn't imagine whether they're fake accounts or bot accounts. Now, the media obviously has laid off it. Um, yep. And times have changed. I obviously, copped it. What, in 2012 or 2013, wherever it was, so... Have you got over it? Uh, barely, barely. Um, oh, well, fuck, what can you do? Um, it was a different time back then anyway. Yeah. Like, you know, but um, 2012 I copped it and um, I, I read... I actually, someone tweeted me the link and Robert Walls had a, had a pretty... <laughs> it was quite funny, actually. My warm-ups weren't... My warm-ups were never... <laughs> Great as they were, warm-ups were never great. Um, I'm trying to think if I could find this um, thing, but but listen, it's unfortunate for. Her. Of course, you don't want to um, see a body shame, and and the thing is, like my, well, they call me what I want. I, 2012, when they said I was, but I was all Australian. Yeah, and I was well. Technically, would have won the Brownlow Fund if Bucks hadn't spent me for two weeks. Rude. Well, Can't wait so to get we've Bucks on. Talking about that, but um, so like, body sh- body types mean fuck all. Like, steel side bottom used to come back with like high skinnies, but he was he because he'd enjoy himself on the off season. But he'd come back and win the t- time trial with skin folds that were higher than the blokes who had muscle. Exactly, I know. <laughs> it made you sick. <laughs> Um, he'd like you'd go for one run in the off. <laughs> you'd go for one run in the off season. You come out and win the time trial. I'd be like you fucking asshole. Um, we'd all be doing our best to get out of it. And he'd just come in and go Shh, and run, win it. Yeah. And like you and Leo Davis up the back. <coughs> yeah. And my body shape was, well, my body shape give me strength and power and yeah. speed. So um, it, it takes all types. And if I was, if, what did I play about ninety four, ninety five? If I played at eighty four, wouldn't have. I played 84, 85 years. I wouldn't have had the the power mm. and the the, dy- the dynamic sort of um, movement that I had. So <coughs> it takes all types, and <coughs> no one really knows uh, what goes into a person's body. And sit, uh, apart from that person, like the, the that footballer might need all that power because she's bigger, and which helps her push her full back off the off the you know off the ball and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, it's a shame that she is body shamed because it, it clearly shouldn't happen. Um, and I think we make more of a deal of it with, with females because it's just the way the world is, um, which is fair enough. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a shame. and um, But unfortunately, it'll never stop. It's just the way the world is. How's it going dancing, Sam? Because, like, a, an extra kilogram could be a... A body Job. shaming situation as well, couldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. For young girls. It's bad. It's bad within the, um, I guess, ballet and Disney world. I always wanted to dance professionally at the Moulin Rouge and I'm about 11 centimetres too short. Quite literally, they line you up 
And once they take a, I think you have to be one, 175, they might take a short cast of like 170, 171, but they'll line you up and they'll literally measure to make sure your nipples are in line, your ears are in line. They measure everything. So body mm. scrutiny, not just about weight, but about height, about looks, about everything is scrutinised. Sorry, buddy. So, does, so what they're trying to do for a Moulin Rouge type is to get everyone looking exactly the same body shape. Is Correct, that right? yeah. yeah. Right. And or Disney, when I went for a Disney audition, didn't matter how good I danced, I'd, they, they measure your facial features. So if you don't look like the part, you don't get the job either. So you could be hanging for this, you know, contract and you don't you definitely don't get it. There was so many jobs that I wanted to get and I just was way too short for. I mean, I had other I can flip, so I was I would take those kind of jobs. But, yeah, there's so many things. that I used to literally as a – a kid, I used to hang from the washing line to try and get taller and longer. Yeah, it's outright. So the things that people do, obviously, that's where eating disorders come in with ballerinas yeah. and and those kind of things. But definitely, you know. yeah, definitely with like if young female footballers who are a bit bigger playing a full forward when they're thirteen or fourteen now see that they're like, fuck, well, am I going to get now? I have to stop eating and and work harder and stuff like that because um, she's been. Smashed in social media, so, and it's it can be embarrassing, I guess, because you, you now what makes it even worse, the story gets picked up, and I'm sure the last thing, a lot that they want to do, especially even when I was, there, I was like, I just just wanted to go away, because yeah. like, um, you take the piss out of it with your mates, and they'd be like, I just wish the thing and just fuck off, but, um, yeah, hopefully she's okay and um she plays well on the weekend. Uh, this is not a criticism. It's a, I I don't think there's a correct answer here, but she chose to. Screenshot it and address it. Yeah. Um, I personally think the way to go about it is to block. Mm. <laughs> if, uh, you know, just if people want to be abusive. Yeah, it's so not. It's not going to. Hopefully, it, it changes that one person and yeah, that they don't do it again. But the sad reality is, there'll be another racial thing this year. Just the fucking. It's just unfortunate how the cesspit of social media. Yeah. It's a. It's a bad part. And there'll be probably another body shame one. They'll, the AFLW will probably get another bagging saying that. You know, this this it just happens every year because it's just social media. It's just um, the unfortunate cesspit it is. Now, would you like to hear what how Robert Walls described my yes. my oh, warm up? Yes. Um, the Brownlow medalist was about as intense as me walking from the bed to the bathroom when I get up in the morning, and that is slow motion. Dane Swan's warm up is worse than that. That's <coughs> you know what? It's hard to argue with. <laughs> Accurate reporting for once. Yeah. Um, well, I've always said I liked, I kept all my energy for the actual game time. Like, I had no interest in – like Nick Rebolt used to run around and do well, – his warm-up before he's like legendary, you know. He'd, he'd run about – well, we'd all be kicking torps and bananas from the boundary like the pre-pre-warm-up, you know, when yeah. you first get there. He's running laps around the ground, running laps around the square, doing strides. Like now He would have ran four or five K in a warm-up an hour before the game, we're looking and going, fucking hell. <laughs> what yeah, you? We're, just, we're kicking bananas from the boundaries <laughs> talking shit about what we're doing that night. Um, but no, so I didn't do that. I had, I'd say, even the day before, I'd do hardly anything, the, the captain's run or whatever they call it. I just wanted all my energy to be spent um, in the four quarters. Now, whether that's a, that was a mental thing, walking, thinking, going into the game, thinking, you know what, I've reserved every ounce of energy I've got for this game whether it was more a, a mental thing than a physical thing, who knows, but that's that's the way I, I treated a game. I, I worked with Walls. He's fantastic. Um, and But he comes from a different era. And I've, I've spoken to The fucking many, dinosaur. 
Well, that's a different era, isn't mm. it? No. So is Paul McCartney. I mean, mm. <laughs> so, but they, uh, Paul Roos speaks really well about that. I mean, he loved Wolsey, but he said in the 80s, like they trained brutally. Yeah. But they would get to work, they would get to training at five o'clock because they'd done a day's work before they get there. I'm sure your old man was. Yeah, exactly he did the 100 hundreds on the minute with no water because it was weak. Yeah. Well, 100 <laughs> hundreds on the minute. Um, well, and they, they never used to have water because it was seen as weak. So yes. obviously, you know, it's ridiculous. But um, where I was going was was that um, in those days it wasn't considered that important for coaches to have relationships with players because it was just no grinder up. back then, Sam. No grinder, so, so. You know, coaches couldn't have really <laughs> got together with the players. But also there was a bit of one size fits all. Everyone should be warming up this way. Everyone should be training this way. Everyone and yeah, basically, Dane, you're a pioneer because you've brought in. Not everyone should be approaching things the same way. Yeah, no, was, no, of course they shouldn't. <clears throat> and just the same as the the body types and over preseason people who are naturally bigger and stronger, don't need to do as many weights, need to focus on some, you know, fast switch stuff or some speed stuff. The, the slower guys need to do some speed stuff. The real quick guys need to do some endurance stuff or the skinny guys need to put on some bulk, which may slow down their, you know, their running, whatever it is. So, of course, it's a horses for courses sort of thing these days and um, the the fullback shouldn't be doing the same thing as a, a forward pocket. Yep, just because they they have two completely different skill sets, and mm-hmm. now obviously footballers are, have to play multiple positions now. But the ruckman ain't doing the same thing as a forward pocket, you know what yeah. I mean? Or you know the heart, the back pocket's not doing the same thing as an inside mid, and and also mentally, should be taught. Yeah, me- mentally your approach shouldn't be it shouldn't be one size fits all. It should be what suits that player to. Yeah, of course, like <laughs> absolutely. Like by the end of my career, I was allowed. To, I'd rather I'd prefer to instead of going outside in the cold and. and Touching the footies, I always thought I had decent touch, so I didn't need it. So I'd, I'd rather run on the in the altitude room and do like one, you know, 200, 300s, 400s for half an hour because in my head I was like, oh, I don't, I don't really need to touch the footy because you know I didn't have much, but I thought I had decent touch. So I was like, well, all I just need in my head mentally is, all right, I've done fucking five, six, seven k's of sprints. I I know that's all I need for the game, and then I'd do that on a Wednesday, and then I'd hardly do a thing till game day again. So. And other people need to do weight stops. Jono needed to have a sweat the day before to make sh- to feel like he was alive, sort of thing. So he'd work pretty hard, you know. Some pe- and I was fucking lazy the, the day before because I wanted every I wanted every morsel of energy that I had to be in that game day. That's yeah. just the way I was, and um, and it takes it does take a while to figure that out. Like, and once you first get drafted, you obviously have to just do what everyone else does because that's you're not good enough or or, yep. you, or you're not. Uh, knowledgeable enough in your own body to figure out what you need but once you become a and this is mainly for the, the core probably what 15 players that play every week to sort of know their bodies yep. that's when you can sort of go to the coach oh mate well all the sports scientists or whatever it is diet, mate actually this works for me now instead of doing this on fucking Thursday how's about I, I do this because I feel this works for me and then yes then they obviously go yeah right, let's try it and, and see what happens but the other 30 blokes on the list just fucking do what they're told because they're not good enough to be able to, you know, not manipulate is probably not the right word, but to be able to shift their um, week around for themselves because they don't know yet what is what is what what works for them. A couple of observations from society over the weekend. I actually got out of the house. So on Saturday I went to the races first time socially for about a decade. For a bit. Wow. Now, I'll give you an idea of how long since it's been because I wore the suit and tie. Yeah. <laughs> And Anyone, get, how many ties? I'm the, in the members. Yeah. So, but I thought, they're near nude now. I was going to say, <laughs> how many ties did you see? <laughs> the tie went off pretty <laughs> yeah. quick. <laughs> but 
in the members, it's fantastic, by the way. I'm not knocking mm. it, but short, uh, I think tattoos actually have something to do with it, to be honest. Why? Well, if you're going to see, get yeah, a tattoo, you might want to see it. So, but yeah, shorts and shorts and short sleeve collared shirts. Is that a summer? Is that a summer dress code, or is that? It's definitely more relaxed. I don't know what it is. I didn't oh, yeah. look it up, but I just figured, well, obviously, I haven't all jumped the fence. So <laughs> times I'm, going, I'm going next Saturday, actually. Where's that? Uh, S- Super Saturday, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that, uh, it's well worth so it. So I can wear shorts, is that what you're saying? You can. Okay, beauty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I bumped into him, mate. I forget. But he was saying about when he, he one of the highlights of watching you on I'm a Celebrity <laughs> get me out of yeah. here was the eating challenge. And he said, I've never seen someone who just didn't give a shit what he was eating. He just got through it. <laughs> yeah, well. <I've laughs> Is that true? Yeah, well, I've said I've eaten and drank worse on that Mondays and footy trips. So <laughs> um, that wasn't a problem. And like that, it was actually, a, they had like a professional chef cook it for you. It wasn't like they just fucking grabbed a snake off the side of the road, slapped it on the <laughs> table and goes, you start gnawing on that. Like they actually like prepare it. So you know, it was all, it's all mind games and mentally like they go, oh, this is, Snakes. This is blended up rat. You know what I mean. So yeah. they get in your head. I was like, fuck yeah. it all, fuck it all, love it. Um, so it was fine. Uh, some of it didn't taste great, but man, it was all it was all trying to shock value, and it didn't work on me. And, <laughs> and speak of Sarah Perkins, I'll get in touch with my feminine side on Sundays. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. Do you reckon you'd ever see Dane there? Do you know what oh, Ralph yeah. did on the weekend, Dane? No, I didn't. He supported his daughter at a women's rally. Oh, well, if. If I had a daughter and she wanted to go, my wife would be happy to take her. <laughs> and you know how he said if it, my wife, because he, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he yeah, doesn't have wife. one. Not, yeah, yeah, I'm not my partner. Yeah, my wife. Um, Taylor would be happy to take her. I really, in- I thought her sign was quite uh, clever. Did she come up with that saying on her own? Yeah, well, here's the thing as a dad, you're not sure, because she decided she wanted to go, so I thought, I'm better off not saying no. And I said to her, look, the... the uh, the only problem with Proteus is it's a haven for fucking idiots. So mm. I'll I'd rather be a hundred meters away from. So my compromise was to not be next to her. Not embarrass her. COVID yeah. everywhere there was it. Was yeah. <laughs> Super spreader event. Super yeah. spreader event. Definitely. Well, well, they 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 missed the news cycle because up the road was the Ukraine uh, mm. show of support. I was. It's not really Proteus, I guess. Um, but uh, but yeah, the yeah. So she gets in the car and there's the Proteus. She's already made up a side as well. And she. Was, so a little got me a little activist there. So very proud. <laughs> but on the hold on to your hat. Well, I dropped her off where th- it was starting, and then they walk up to Parliament House. So I drive up, park at Parliament House, and walk up. And Channel Seven News <laughs> comes I'll towards me. Process, yeah, <laughs> made the news. And I thought they probably could ask me about the women's march. I got no idea. But excuse me, sir. I said, yeah. What do you think of bike lanes in the city? <laughs> <laughs> what was your response? I, I said, I, I said, I said, what would you like me to say? <laughs> <laughs> what would they say? Oh, well, and she didn't get what I was where I was getting. I would have said fucking anything. Yeah. Did, did you get on the news? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was, was your, you what was your response? Oh, I said what grabs about. I don't know something. It's yeah, his new profile picture. You happy with bike lanes in the city or no? Were you pro? Or? Give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> so You're a bike rider though. You're a cyclist. <laughs> yeah. Well. And, and don't all look like one. And um, <laughs> a mammal. <laughs> so, um, but I did think, having annoyed the shit out of how many thousands of people over the years producing street talk, mm. that it would have been the wrong thing for me to say. Oh, so, no. so I selflessly put. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Ralph. Well, well, Dane. You, the theme is to be more generous this year. Exactly. Isn't it? Absolutely. All right. Um, so we uh, just to finish with um, Mick Moldhouse, your old coach, tipped Essendon. Well, he's not going to tip Collingwood, is he? Nor is he going to tip Carlton. Um, 
Well, fuck. Hey, this time of year, who knows? Um, I was going to say. Yeah. Well, he, he's Do you think he could just He's trying to get his name back up mm. in lights and picking Essendon is not a bad one. Um, if he wants to become relevant, you just come on our podcast, I guess. Yeah, it can happen. Well, that could happen. It can, um, well, Essendon, at the moment, fucking if you listen to everyone's pre-season, everyone's going to win the flag. I don't know how they're going to have to give 18 cups out <laughs> um, of how well everyone's going. But, um, yeah, well, I guess we'll talk about the footy next week when our yep. in our footy one, but um, but yeah, uh, good on Mick. He's uh, he's just throwing a dart. Well, fucking everyone else does. Is like so called experts. How would any of them know? Are you going to get much headlines if you say? I think Melbourne would be hard to beat, but the Bulldogs are going exactly. to really If we do our if we do our top eight next week, do you reckon it's going to be somewhere? <laughs> Melbourne Bulldogs, Brisbane it's probably in there. Maybe throw Port up somewhere like so Richmond. Goes, I wonder if I tip. Essendon to win the premiership if I'll get some coverage. Exactly. And that's how it works. Uh, so one down, very elegant, Tick. Yep, uh, yep. magnificent. Just so got there too. We got a nice little message there. So oh, they don't pay a margin thing. No, they don't. Hey, listen, I had it. So Very nice. All right, uh, some list of questions before we get to uh, our special guest for part two. Uh, from Samantha Riches. Why has <laughs> Dane never replied to an Instagram since I joined the show? I look like a stalker. What do you mean? Oh, I went onto Instagram yesterday, uh, last week to message you for your birthday. You, and I realized why don't you message me on my phone number? Well, because I was on Instagram and I realised it was why your birthday. But, oh, that's the reason. Okay. Well, you probably see I that. I actually scrolled prob- back and I was like, oh. How many, how many have got seen underneath? I don't... All of them. Okay, well, you're just the other one. I don't... Um, I was like, that's, that makes me look like a stalker. I don't know. I reckon I could have scrolled for about 12 pages. Just, well, I have a phone number for a reason, Samantha. Yes, so sorry. From Austral. I did text you. Thank you. Happy birthday. Is the Magpie Empire in tatters? I'm still either way, but it looks really bad. The Magpie Empire? Yeah. No, we're going to win the flag, did you not? See what happened on the weekend? <laughs> From Ryan. Hey, guys, any chance of four tickets to the All-Star Mile? I don't have any pool yeah, in the what races. Are we fucking ticket tech or something? <laughs> yeah, I, don't any, I, don't, I don't have any pool in the races. <laughs> I definitely don't. Uh, from Brendan. Dane, will you travel to the Ukraine to help fight? Uh, no. Um, from Lucas. <laughs> Uh, How can I? Can I? He loves Alan Didac, but doesn't love his wine. What's he doing wine wise? He had indie wines. Um, I've I've seen him for a while, but indie wines was he, is his wine coming? I'm not sure if he's still doing it anymore, but um, yeah. From uh, D Guerra, Swanee, are you a Catholic? <coughs> uh, technically, but I'd say I'm an atheist. Would be <laughs> would be more of the point. I've I've been you're trained in Catholic Catholicism. I've been communized. And um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and well, what's the first one? Communion. What's the other one? I don't know. Um, well, I thought there's communion. Not been yeah, yeah. There's another there's one. Because I had to sit through one. Yeah, yeah. And no, I've I've done them both. But um, no, I, I would say I I don't, don't say believe, prayers I don't. before. I lo- I'd actually love to believe in religion because I think it helps people deal with grief and stuff a lot better. But um, uh, yeah, I don't believe. I I believe that the least important part of religion is believing in the what you believe. Yeah. Everything else, like as you said, the yeah. community and helping everything else. Yeah. From Kelly, Dane, what was the highlight of your footy career? Oh, um, oh being serious, probably. You played in one premiership. So outside of one premiership. Oh, the relationships that I've made with my friends who are still friends to this day. From Adrian, given Dane's Twitter Kobe story retweet, has an AFL player ever looked after her on a night out? So in, in a nutshell, quickly what happened with about I watched it. Oh, Kobe just... Uh, Chandler Parsons was playing against him in his rookie year, and Kobe just said to him, "Like half in the first last quarter, you guys staying here? Um, oh, he's staying overnight in LA, and you know, 
Chandler passes thoughts. Kobe was such a good trash talk. He was trying to get in his head and, and fuck around with him mentally. Mr. Miyagi, so he said. And then um, he goes, I'll get your number off one of the players who played at um, Houston. Uh, and now was at the Lakers. And then, you know, they went out for dinner and all of a sudden Chandler Parsons got a – I'm doing a story, no justice. But he got a text off Kobe saying, supper club sorted on me. Um, then, you know, Chandler Parsons thought he was in the bed and went to the supper club and – 2am everything shuts in The bill came out and It was 22 grand And Chandler Parsons Nearly fucking had a heart attack And then um, The the bird came over And said "Oh, Can you sign for Mr. Mr. Bryant So Kobe sorted it all out And paid the 22 grand US for um For him to go out And have a good night So uh, Just another awesome Kobe story um, yeah, He was a man any, any players that would Just cover a bill randomly That you've thought of Or uh, From Collingwood I mean from AFL Yeah oh, Probably not not, not to that level. We don't make yeah. anywhere near the money that they do. Any former presidents that you had? Yeah, no, he might. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Uh, conversely, from uh, Kernsey, Dane, which former teammate would join a shout but leave when it was their turn to pay? <laughs> that's two from two. Kernsey's got on the old um, stories. No, no, that's not the same one. No. Uh, probably old two coaches I played under weren't great. Um, <laughs> ben Reed was a tight ass. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know anymore. Um, from I don't, know, I, don't, I don't see him. He didn't invite me to his wedding. Oh. Oh. Just <laughs> write this down. Down. From Sean, title of Dane's new book, Patient Zero, The Travels of Dane Swan. Love the podcast. So that's in relation to you nearly blacking out last week. Yeah, well, you know, I'm here. I'm here, I'm here somehow. From Evo, what's your favourite way to eat potatoes? Depends what type. I mean, with how, what... Well, the potato chip's not bad. Um, <laughs> took this very seriously. But what about gnocchi? Uh, like, not, not that I eat it a lot, but like, mashed potato's pretty good. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 